Hi, I'm Tim Sullivan, and I am the host of Boston Rock Talk. I welcome you here to podcast number 140. It's a throwback to 1995 with Nancy Sinatra. Nancy had a new album out, and Aerosmith had a new club in Boston called Mamakin, where she was playing, and I would later see her. Now, if you know one thing about Nancy Sinatra, it is her signature song, and may we suggest it's one of the signature songs of all time. These boots are made for walking, a number one hit in 1966. Then it was seen as mod, sexy, and mock tough, especially as sung by the lithe, blonde, mini-skirted, white-booted daughter of the chairman of the board. Saying, Nancy, these boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you with a purr and a grr there. Within a few years, the song became viewed as a proto-feminist anthem, and later as something sly with maybe perhaps a whiff of S&M in it. Did Nancy know any of this when she recorded it, I asked? Well, she answered. You'll enjoy it. One other thing when we talked was that she was Playboy's current cover girl, cover woman perhaps, and displayed much of her well-preserved, well-lit 54-year-old self on the inside. She is 77 now, by the way. The pictorial was intended to rekindle interest in her singing career. She had a new album called One More Time on the racks, and her back catalog was being reissued by a Playboy subsidiary. Now, Nancy got a pretty big career boost by virtue of her lineage. She recorded for her dad Frank's custom label reprise, recorded three duets with him, including the number one hit, Something Stupid. I got very lucky with a great song, she said, beating Bono and company to the Frank Sinatra duet game by more than a couple of decades. What's the thread that connects father and daughter? Well, she said, I think that we're both interpreters, aren't we? We interpret the lyrics for the writer to the audience, because most of the writers, I guess, don't perform. My father is a master of that. It's in our blood. I know it's in mine. I missed it terribly when I wasn't doing it. I know I'm not the best technically, but what I did on this album is what I was doing then. My dad always said to me, stay away from what I do and you'll be all right. Very good advice. You can reach us here at bostonrocktalk at gmail.com. Find us on the web at bostonrocktalk.com and on Facebook. We're also available for download on iTunes and Google Play Music. And now, Nancy Sinatra. Hello. Hello, Nancy. Yeah. Jim Sullivan of the Boston Globe. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? Fine, thanks. You're a busy gal, aren't you, these days? Yeah. Are you in Boston now? I am in Boston now, and I am doing a piece to advance uh, your show. Cool. You're at Mama Kin, the club owned by Aerosmith. We need all the help we can get. Well, Aerosmith owns the club? They're the co-owners of the club. Really? The bad boys of Boston might even be there that night. Gosh, I love Aerosmith. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, they're uh, yeah they bought they bought this new club and uh, they're uh, you know they're they're kind of half of the backers of it I guess and uh, they show up from time to time. Oh. So geez. maybe 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 they'll join you on a, a version of Boots Are Made for Walking. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. <laughs> I would love to see it. Oh, well, I'm getting. <laughs> oh God. Hey, well let, let's start off with the most obvious. Uh, since I just mentioned Boots, let's stay with Boots for a moment. Uh, and let me ask you this. I mean, were you, I mean, the song has a lot of interpretations, one of them I think feminist, and the other maybe a little bit kind of sexy S&M B&D. <laughs> were you aware of that at the time? 
Those those sort of interpretations? No, the only thing I remember uh, saying to Lee Hazelwood was that I didn't think he should sing that song anymore because he was singing it in his act. Yeah. And uh, I told him that it was abusive coming from a man. I, I thought it was a mistake for him to do it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I said, besides, I, I, of course, love the song, and I said, so therefore, <laughs> it should be mine. <laughs> and he said? And he said, fine. I said, however, you've got to write me a third verse, because he was only singing two verses. Uh-huh. So he wrote me the um, Box of Matches verse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I, I I don't know if he's doing it now. It's funny when I when I tried to track him down um, recently to uh, perform at the House of Blues here with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I found him in Spain. Yeah, he'd been living in Spain, and why I still do not know <laughs> to this day. <laughs> I've tried to get a straight answer out of him, but I can't. But anyway, yeah. it seems that uh, he was still performing over there in Europe so uh, plus he was producing records there mm-hmm. as well I think uh-huh. um, he's the phantom to me I, I don't I don't really know and I don't really pry into his life a lot now, is, he, is he actually going to be with you on this tour or yeah. not? He is? Yeah. Okay that's what I, I thought actually I was telling a friend of mine who really digs some of that the stuff that you and he did together and, and he was like aghast he said you're kidding really? I mean he really just didn't think it was a possibility and I said sure. yeah I'm, I think it is you know Jim, what's really weird to me is not so much um, that people are shocked that he's actually going to do it, yeah. but the reaction he got when he walked on stage here in L.A. Uh-huh. I mean, I thought the roof was going to blow off. Oh, that's great. He is, yeah, I know, I know he's my hero, but apparently <laughs> he's uh, the hero of a lot of people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. different ages. I mean, the standing room group down by the by the stage, mm-hmm. uh, the faces I could see were anywhere from early 20s, maybe, sure. to uh, regular middle-aged adults. And my brother said where he was at the bar, there were a lot of Vietnam vets. Mm-hmm. And I know that they just love Lee. That I know. Right, right. When, 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 when I did Boots, um, a lot of them stood there with their fists up in the air. I mean, it's like... It, it was sort of a Vietnam-associated song, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. it was. Right, right. And uh, they... You know, they were responsible for increasing my collection of boots I'll, I'll by 200 pair, oh. maybe, when I was there. <laughs> you, know, I mean, you mean at that show? At, no, no, or, no. At, in Vietnam. Oh, in Vietnam, I see. Oh, yeah. Outfit. I mean, so many different guys, so many different <laughs> guys gave me combat boots. Oh, I see. But those aren't the sexiest of boots. But... No, they're not, but they sure work, and they sure are cool. <laughs> That's <now>. good. <laughs> Now, people are wearing them all the time. That is true. You know, prototypes of them. It's like the Doc Martin revolution, that's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that's great. Uh, I was going to ask you, with, with the audience, as you say, uh, if, with people from their 20s up through middle age, my goodness, they don't like slam dance and mosh to you, do they, Nance? I, have <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any of that. Okay, all right. But, uh, I guess I might. I, I don't know what to expect. Okay. 
If you had told me that the House of Blues would have been as packed as it was, I would have said, ah, oh, come on. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it's interesting because I was looking back through the Billboard book about, you know, just checking out your hits. And I mean, basically 66 through 69, right? Essentially, were the big hit, the hit period. Yeah, right. And that's, a long, you know, I mean, in that's a sense, it. that's a long time ago, you know. And so that is it. Yeah. But you see, I didn't realize until I started performing some of the album cuts the other night mm -hmm. that they knew all the words to all the songs in all the albums. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's people are uh, rediscovering you, I guess, in some way, right? Well, they must be. They must. They're sure are too young to to be my age. I mean, they <laughs> yeah, right. they look like babies. Some of them. That's right. Exactly. You know, I think that uh, that my my biggest audience at this point in time are thirty something people. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably true. Um, let me before we totally get off the the boots thing. I was just going to say, in terms of the the latter sort of kinkiness that was associated with it. I mean, punks and new wave bands often would do this song in kind of a real sexy way. Did, did you know, hear that at the time, or is that something totally, uh, uh, you know, un whatever, uh, unknown when you sang it? What punk? No, no, no. I mean the sort, the sort of, uh, you know, the kind of S and M sort of connotations of the song that the punk sort of brought out when they played it. I think uh, I, I was too na naive to have known about anything like that. Uh huh. How about now? <laughs> Now, of course, yeah. 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 And since then, you know, I, I have I've received so so many nice letters from from guys who who are female impersonators who do me on the stage. Oh, sure. It's really fun for me to see. And um, one of them came to my uh, Tower Records signing here uh -huh. last week, and he was shocked that I knew who he was. Oh. I mean, he uh -huh. walked up to me and he said. You know, my name is Phil, and I and I said, Phil from New Jersey, my Phil, and he didn't know, he had no idea how important his letter was to oh, me. Oh, that's great. That's and great. He, he sent me pictures of himself dressed in the outfit, the go-go boots, and everything. Well, that, how many how many uh, Nancy Sinatra tribute acts are there in the world? Do you think? I don't know. I keep hearing more and more about them, which is so. I mean. It, it, that's so off the wall to me. So, so that means you're, at least in some circles, quite a, a camp icon, I guess, right? Camp, yeah. Yeah. Camp meaning the worst that, uh, the, what is camp, the definition of camp? I've, I've forgotten it now. Well, let's see, there are a number of them. Well, go ahead. Like over the edge, I guess, kind of. Thing. Right. Well, how does that feel? Does it, is that, does that feel flattering to you, then? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Definitely. it's meant that. I'm sure it's meant that way, so. Definitely. That's cool. That's, um, that's, the sweetness that's involved in this is not to be believed. Mm -hmm. You know, we get so bombarded with the crap from TV and print about the, the hostility in this nation and, yeah. you know, the, the militia and the whatever else is going on now. And, and to meet, to go out and be amongst the people and actually meet them. Mm -hmm. There is such tremendous joy in that because there's such sweetness coming back at you. So you're talking about when when you're performing, when you're you know just feeling well, that vibe. Just going out to meet people, shaking their hands. Yeah, yeah. After the show the other night, and mind you, I keep talking about this show because it's the only frame of reference right. I have. Right. Is this the only one you've done so far? This is it. Oh, okay. Uh, so forgive me if I keep mentioning it. No, it's all right. It's, 
the the people outside the dressing room door. Um, you know, and not just the people ringside, but the ones who had the courage, and I'm sure it took a lot of courage for them to muster, uh, to come backstage. Right. To, to uh, get through the security and all of that. You know, just this, so happy. I mean, the smile and the, the look in the eyes and the, the warmth of the handshake. And, you know, it's still out there. The sweetness and the friendliness and all mm-hmm. of that is still out there. Mm-hmm. So I can't buy the fact that this country is going down the toilet. Right. I can't. Right. Because I, I've seen it again, and it's the same thing I saw before. Before, meaning in the 60s when you were performing? Yeah, the yeah. 60s, yeah. 70s, and 80s. Sure, sure. It's the same thing. Right, right, the right. The same core sweetness. And, yeah, there are some crazies, but, you know, uh, I guess they're beginning to organize now, and it is getting scary from that point of view. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, I know. I mean, it, it, it's funny. I mean, I think we always feel like we're living in the most dangerous of times, but I, th- I think these, this is probably a thought that people have shared for centuries you know yeah, uh, you know there's uh, there's <laughs> it's it's sort of part of the the dark side of the human spirit craziness and, runs and music reflects that yeah yep. so, yeah i yep. was thinking about putting blowing in the wind in the show because it's the bob dylan thing that sure that spoke for the 60s and it still speaks now yeah yeah it, uh, it does the the best music lives on <laughs> doesn't it it transcends eras and, yeah and stays i there. think so and sometimes it may not be the best technically because i for example i know i am certainly not the best uh technically or in terms of technique but mm-hmm. but it still is it, it, these writers chronicled their times the same way Tracy Chapman did in the late 80s. Sure. I wish she would write some more. Yeah, she sort of disappeared a bit, hasn't she? she has yeah. A, yeah. A, yeah. A rather unique point of view. Yes, right, yeah. right, right. One that I think is important because this, these are the, the, it's the arts that are going to live on, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least I believe so. Right. And uh, the poets of, of our time, you know, are a lot of them musicians. Right. Right. Nancy, let me shift you a little bit just in terms of uh, the relaunch of your career. Uh, what, what prompted the decision to get back into this biz? Uh, well, my kids uh, going to college, and I had suddenly some time on my hands, and mm-hmm. uh, I certainly needed to earn a living again. I mm-hmm. mean, I've been living off of uh, meager investments and stuff, because mm-hmm. I went from two incomes to zero incomes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my husband died, right. and, and I became a full-time single parent very suddenly, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I, I really have to get back to work. This is all I know. Yeah, right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. Now, had you been performing at all through, you know... Hi, Jim. Yeah, go, go. You've got to wrap it up, please. Uh, minute or two, okay? Well, I'm sorry? Thanks. We will, thank you. Uh, how long do you have here? Uh, what do you say? This is, we have a whole string of interviews. Oh, good. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's do what we can here. Um, relaunching, uh... Okay, I mean, so basically, I mean, just feeling that you were, uh, the kids were off to college, it was time to get get back in the game? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, and let's, so I, I should ask you now about the Playboy thing. How does that help? 
Uh, does it hurt at all? Does it help a lot? What's what's your take? It's not as it's not as controversial as I expected it to be, mm-hmm. or or at least people are being kind if they if they are feeling mm-hmm. negative about mm-hmm. it and not voicing their feelings to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, some of the media has uh, been a little unkind and made jokes, but that's part of the game, and we right. expected that. I think there, there was something on Imus about uh, the airbrushing, and uh, he had some comment about, oh, she must have been airbrushed with a wind tunnel or something. A wind tunnel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what do you say? <laughs> How do you respond yeah. to something like that? Well, you don't. You just hope when they meet you that they see something that, uh, you know, uh, changes their mind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If, uh, if I met him in person, he'd see that I don't look that different. Right. The lighting, however, on the shows that I've done has been just awful. Oh, really? Yeah. And the lighting for Playboy is beautiful. Yes. So I can see where they would get that... Uh, Right, no, right. Sure. Well, of course, and I mean that's that's the obvious put down, isn't it? Ah, must have been airbrushed, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's okay, that's all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I take it you. I mean, you're obviously, from what I know about you, I mean, you're very much in the feminist camp, and you're a very sexy woman, and these are not uh, contrary, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah. But, you know, then again, I've been raised by feminists. My dad was one of the originals, and my mother, of course, too, and um, they are. Uh, um, fine about it. Okay. Right. They don't see anything wrong with it. My daughters are feminists. They're right. much more hardcore than I am. Uh, the only thing I take issue with, Frank, a feminist? Has that word ever been applied to your dad? Well, I think maybe not, but I sure see him that way. Do you really? Yeah. I, I see him as one of the first champions of equal rights for all people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he certainly never drew the line at women. Right. Right, right. Now, are you still working on another book on him? Is that to happen? Yes, that, I am. And when do you hope? Out in November. Is it done yet, or are you nearing completion? No, or? Um, the text is due June, June 1st, mm-hmm. so we're, we're going like crazy. You're a busy gal. Yeah. <laughs> on, on, on all sorts of different fronts, right? Yeah. That's good. Um, okay, well, I guess, uh, well, you know, I should just ask you, too, just because somebody was asking me about this, um, in terms of just your dad and his uh, his career right now, is he is he done touring, do you think, or is he still going to go at it? Do I you know? pretty much uh, packing it in, but I think you do, if, yeah. he, if he got the right offer to do something, he'd do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, from what I gather, I mean, the guy, that's what he lives for, right? I mean, performing. <laughs> that, that, and I mean, that's. No, the, I, I don't think that's necessarily true. Oh, okay. Well, I think he enjoys uh, meeting the people. Right. 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 What, what is there about the? Uh, what is there about the Sinatra family then? I mean, what makes you all uh, entertainers, showbiz people? What do you think it is? What's the common thread? <laughs> <laughs> Is it, is it the, uh, I don't know, I mean, the, the, the love of the spotlight, the, the audience, the, the uh, what do you think it is? I don't know. I, I think that we interpret, we're, we're really interpreters, aren't we? we? Yeah. We we interpret the lyrics for the writer to mm-hmm. the audience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because most of the writers, I guess, don't perform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
my father is a master at that. That's a, no question about that. And I think it's in our blood. Uh, I know it's in mine. Right. I missed it terribly when I wasn't doing it. Right. Since like '83, uh, there's been a. a vo void. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it Nancy? I mean, this is probably an obvious question, and maybe I know the answer. But I mean, is it a burden at all carrying the last name? Only in the sense of trying to live up to what's expected of us. Mm -hmm. What do you think is expected of you, say, at this point in your, your life and career? Well, I think some people are disappointed that um, I would use a promotional tool like Playboy. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I didn't live up to their expectations of what they called, one woman called uh, recently American royalty. Oh, I see. You, you don't see yourself as American royalty, do you? No, I see it more as a target family. A target family? You know. <laughs> like for people to shoot at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, figuratively, yes. Yeah. Hot shots by <laughs> sniper media people. Yeah, well, I guess uh, I guess there would be really no arguing that point, with there? <laughs> but, but, I mean, I think, I think what I like about it is, I mean, you know, it, it's what you've done is, is a very, uh, you know, oh, God, I'm going to... Yeah, it took a lot of courage. I'm actually... I'm actually going to I'm going to actually say this. You did it your way. Oh God, that's yes, awful. God. Oh man, I actually I fell into that, didn't I? But you did, right? I mean, it's your call, right? It is. That, that's, we've been raised not to have to ask permission, really, <laughs> to take a step like that or or to apologize for it. Right. Right. I mean, that's the way both my parents have lived their lives. Right. You know, as long as you don't hurt anybody intentionally in the process. Right. Right. And um, I always, I've just figured about Playboy that uh, if, I mean, that I did not want to offend anyone, but that, that people who might be offended wouldn't buy the magazine. So I figured I had a, a clear field. Right. Not right. like I was shoving it down their throat. Sure. I don't need to buy it. There is a choice. There is a choice. Yeah, don't look at it. I know you got to go shortly, but uh, briefly on the record itself, which I just started listening to today, uh, you're happy with that? I mean, it's sort of it's you're you're in sort of what the country pop mode, I guess, right? Yeah, they are. They're they're telling me some of the people who are supposed to know about this sort of thing that mm -hmm. what I that what I did on this album is what I was doing then, and the country now is what what I was doing then. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it sounds familiar. Yeah, sounds familiar to me from your from your period back then. Yeah, and yeah, is that what you wanted to do? That was I, that was the idea. Oh yeah, I, you know, uh, my dad always said to me, "Stay away from what I do, and you'll be all right." Yeah, yeah. You know, very good advice. And right. So uh, I'm trying to be true to my to my music. Yes. And right. I don't think I strayed too far afield. Um, there are a couple of songs that. Or not that I'm not crazy about. But uh -huh. Otherwise, I I like the album. Right. I was going to say, and uh, hey, you, although you know, when you did record with your dad, you did duets before uh, even that Bono character did. Yeah. You were ahead. You were ahead of the curve. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Two of the ones that we did that never got any airplay are on my reissue albums, which is cool. Oh, are they really? How, how many are there? How many duets did you do with your dad, roughly? Do you know? I did three. Did three. Okay. Uh -huh. Good. I mean, something stupid's the one everybody knows, of course, but. Well, that's a great song. Yeah. And I got very lucky with a great song. Yeah, right, right, exactly. exactly. And that's, a, that's something that anybody could have run into and been as lucky as we were. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, uh, 
it just happened that it was us. Right, right. You know, one other thing I should say before I let you go. Uh, one of the, I think the classic Bond songs, is You Only Live Twice, is just terrific. Um, oh, yeah, that's a beautiful song. That's John Barry and Leslie Brickus. Do you still sing that? Yeah. You do? Good. Good, good. And that's, I, I mean, I think that that's a measure of some sort of, I don't know, status, uh, you know, for, to do a Bond song, don't don't you? Well, I was very flattered when they asked me to do Were you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt very honored. I felt intimidated, too, because I, you know, I, I can't sing like Shirley Bassey. Sure, right, right. You know? Right. So I was I was really scared, but I uh, they seemed to be very happy with it, so... Um, I I wasn't at the time. I'm happier with it the way I sing it now. Ah, how do you sing? What's the difference now? Now is uh, I guess just a, a different timbre to my voice. Uh huh. Middle age. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how has your voice aged? I mean, do you feel okay with the way it you know it, it has grown as you've gotten older? Yeah, I feel like I I am not. Uh, I I feel like I'm a victim of the use it or lose it. Syndrome because yeah. I didn't use it, and I I I have experienced the feeling that I have lost it, but it's coming back mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, slowly. Uh, good, good. The mid range is there, and the low registers there, and the uppers coming back. That's what you lose, I guess, first, right? You tend to lose the top. The high notes. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, that's good. I mean, you're uh, you're. Uh, how many dates are you doing on this tour? What have you got lined up? Like, Fifteen or eighteen, Great. Know, something yeah. like that. It's three weeks. Well, that's and we have two days off. Good. Well, you're going to be—they're uh, going to put you through the paces. Then that's great. All right. Well, look, I'll let you go. I know. You, yep. I know you got other things to do, and I appreciate your time, Nance. And I'll see you. Uh, to uh, come and say hello. Oh, I'll certainly introduce myself. I will. Uh, I'm looking. Don't I'm, forget. Uh, no, I, I, I won't. I'll, uh, I'll fight through the crowd, and I'll uh, come back and say hi. Okay. Okay, thank Nancy. Thanks a lot. Okay. Cheers. Bye bye.